Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, we have a couple updates along the Mizzou football um, and men's basketball recruiting trail. Some maybe breaking news, probably not while we're we're recording, but um, some, some possible basketball news coming up. We'll talk all about that as well as the ACC-SEC challenge announcements for both men's and women's basketball. Mizzou got their opponents for who they're facing in that new competition. We'll do quick hits as well, and then we're going to finish up the show with a little Mount Rushmore. We're going to do our Mount Rushmore of sports movies. So um, we'll, we'll each draft those out and then we'll make like an unwritten rule collective one. So we'll explain all that when the segment comes up. But a great show for everybody today. And it all starts right now. Attention. Everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for The Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule. Today is Friday, June 30th, and Peyton, Kenny, it's still the slow season kind of for both Mizzou sports and kind of just sports in general. We're in the we're in the, the dog days of summer, as they kind of say, um, you know, we've got baseball plugging along. We just had the NBA draft. There's not not too much going on. Um, but on the world of the Mizzou recruiting trail is still, you know, as active as ever. We have Dennis Gates kind of out and about doing his thing um, for the 2024 recruits as well. And football, um, we're getting more and more kind of news of either commitment dates or I guess, you know, commitment extension time like Kenny kind of talked about last week with these kids some of them like to to milk it out which more power to them I suppose um but we do have some updates we'll start with football um Peyton I'll turn I'll turn to you first obviously last weekend was the big weekend for Mizzou recruiting we've had Gabe from Power Mizzou still tweeting that the next eight to ten days will be big for both football and basketball um, I know off the top of my head, we've seen some confirmed days with wide receiver James Madison, who Mizzou fans will know and love on Twitter. And then four-star DB Cameron Keys have both said they're going to commit uh, July 4th and are both considering Mizzou. Um, either you can talk more about those guys as well, but who else, Peyton, to start with you? Um, and Kenny, you can you can bounce it off of, off of yourself as well. But um, what else are, are we kind of looking at right now a week after that big recruiting weekend for football? Yeah, I mean, you said it was the slow season, but it's definitely going to start to speed up here probably the next few days. Um, uh, As you said, Cameron Keys, James Madison, we know when they're committing. Um, They both, I think Mizzou probably should feel good about where both are. Cameron Keys has been picking up crystal balls to Mizzou throughout the week now. Um, James Madison, interestingly enough, did pick up a – future cast on rivals to Florida state, but I really, it was from a Louisville writer. Um, and I believe he took a visit to Louisville last weekend. Um, I, I don't know. I would still be pretty surprised if he wasn't at Mizzou uh, when it's all said and done. He's still, I mean, you still look at his Twitter activity, still a lot of Mizzou stuff. So he's either a world-class troll um, or he's still coming to Mizzou. Uh, other guys to look out for Brian Huff. I mean, the 
the traction for him keeps uh, pointing towards Mizzou. That would be a really big pickup. Uh, his commitment is just coming soon, so we'll see on that one. Um, other ones, uh, Jackson Hancock, a three-star. Um, he announced his commitment date. I believe it's early July as well. Um, he, it, Mizzou is, um, I honestly question whether he's really a take for them right now. You look at the other teams that are kind of in contention form. It's not really power five or anything like that, but if the staff likes him, I'm sure we should be happy with that. Um, other ones, uh, I know we got updates on Cam Dooley said he'd commit sometime in the future. He didn't really give a good ballpark. It was sometime soon, I believe. Um, Ryan Wingo, he said his decision could carry into the fall. He picked up a crystal ball today uh, to Texas from Steve Wiltfong at 247, uh, 24-7, however you want to say it. It doesn't matter to me. Um, so lots of stuff still in the air. Um, I would still think Mizzou is going to get a really good number of commitments uh, here soon. Um, but, yeah, n- nothing concrete yet. We may get a basketball commitment before anyone before anything else but um though mizzou does seem to be in a good spot with a lot of guys right now this is like a good season when you when you kind of compare it to last year there were some sneaky guys who jumped into the the class and committed marquise johnson who's a 2023 wide receiver some other guys were floating around i think joshua manning was near the end of the summer kind of in late july and he was a guy who was almost like a hard hard commit in, in the eyes of recruiters to Kansas state and Mizzou picked him up there. So there's a four star, three star wide receivers there. So there's going to be, you know, a couple guys sprinkling in like Peyton said, and um, f- you know, for some of these guys that are, you know, tweeting a lot about Mizzou, like Peyton was saying, it's just, it just doesn't feel right if they end up flipping to another school like Florida state for James Madison. I know he posted some photos, you know, he was saying, you know, all love tally, you know, thanks for the visit. And it looked like a pretty sick visit, but I mean, Mizzou stepped up their game in the same way. We've seen all the cars put on the field and um, they're just trying to show like these show these players that they have the money, they have the resources to be, you know, to further their football careers. It would be a pretty wild troll job from James Madison. Like, (laughs) you know, I don't know about Cameron keys and like, what all he's been posting but like yeah james madison has been on pretty much everyone's timeline so come july 4th it could be a little bit of a spoiled um you know a spoiled july 4th holiday for for some diehard mizzou fans if he decides to to pull the plug but i also i feel like i kind of doubt it um with that as well but yeah good football update so so men's basketball um has some stuff moving around to peyton you you already kind of teased it so we'll go back to that first with the the possible so we're recording this on Thursday, June 29th, where you know there's some there's some rumblings that a recruit might come through, you know, later this we're recording like Thursday afternoon. And there's some some rumblings that Gates might pick up a 2024 guy later today, even, right? Yeah. Um Curly Donovan um lifted his Mizzou <laughs> embargo. Uh he he previously tweeted he wasn't gonna tweet Mizzou news until it had already happened. Um just because he had kind of, you know, angered the Mizzou faithful a bit with the uh, Matthew Cleveland in particular. I remember rubbed a lot of people the yeah. wrong way. But he tweeted the MIZ gift today, uh, GIF, if you will, today. Um, so there should be, he's been very reliable. I mean, say what you will about believing accounts like that. He's been pretty <laughs> reliable throughout this. So I'm going to take him at his word. 
there's also some other things that would lead me to believe a commitment is probably coming. Maybe I would assume today just because of how all of it is broken down. Um, and also because Mizzou basketball, I mean, they had four-star guard Bishop Boswell on campus just a few days ago. Um, and I know Mizzou, the word was they were feeling very good about where they stood on him. Um, so, I mean, that also, that would be a great start for them in the 2024 class. I mean, if you look back to last year, uh, the 2023 class, which is a pretty good class, it ranks out very solid. Um, they did. They got Anthony Robinson. He was the first commit of that class. He was around this time last year. Yeah. Um, so Bishop Boswell, four-star guard from North Carolina, um, definitely would be a good pickup for them. Would definitely. That's. I mean, I know a lot of people were freaking out about the potential of the 2024 class after missing on bowl. This is just how recruitment goes. You pivot off your first guy, maybe you pick up. You still have plenty of options out there, and. Bishop Boswell, I think a lot of people are going to be put at ease um, if he is the one that winds up committing. Basketball recruiting always feels so like different to me, too. I mean, there's guys that you're not going to get everybody in the state of Missouri, and we saw that in Conzo's tenure. I mean, there was guys who had Mizzou in their top two. They ended up going other places, and I mean, that happened a lot. But um, for Dennis Gates, it just seems like a new name just pops up every now and then, and this feels like one of those that he's just going to land someone – you know, four-star talent, and it's just going to play out well for him. And, um, I mean, all credit to Dennis Gates for what he's done so far in recruiting especially. Yeah, it basketball recruiting is a little bit weird, like you said, Kenny. I know, like, the one example of that, like the in-state guy, even even more than that local guy in Aaron Rowe, who I feel like in our time at, at Mizzou was linked to the Tigers since he was in, like, seventh grade. He's a 2025, mm-hmm. like, five-star guard. And he's over at Link Academy now, went to Tolton in Columbia for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, I, I think you're right, Peyton. I think this would fit a, a commit right about now would fit kind of the timeline that we saw with Gates last year. And Kenny, to your point, he has stayed very, very active. Um, he's, he's made the, the, I think remark before, I, I don't, don't quote me on this verbatim from Gates, but he said something along the lines of like, you know, I'm, I'm assuming everybody's leaving and that I'm, you know, landing everybody at the same time so he's always he's always actively like roster building and we've seen Mm -hmm. that on twitter with him with just missouri's name listed in this long list of 2024 recruits and we've seen it now with um reporting today that the entire mizzou staff is at this nba top 100 camp which is like an, an elite high school prospect camp so he gets himself on it he gets his staff on it and it seems like you know like you said peyton they didn't get john bull but they're gonna get one of their guys and we saw that with the class that's coming in which is a very exciting one um and i think it i think that's you know it's pretty safe that that's going to continue and and we'll see so we'll have that on from monday's show if that commit does kind of roll through of course you know god forbid we try and record a little bit earlier and that's when news <laughs> decides to happen but you know you know how that always goes the last time we did this, Connor Vanover ended up yep. committing right yeah. when we stopped recording. Uh, I wanted to make mm-hmm. one last comment about this photo that you're talking about. Um, Gabe Jarman and Power Mizzou tweeted it out. And yeah. Jawan Howard's creeping in the background, one of these photos right behind Dickie Nutt. And I just thought that was funny. And the top oh, yeah, reply says, take some notes, Juwan. So <laughs> take some notes about not punching your, your opponents. Yeah, it was so. a smush. Joe Krobanoff. Smush. Yeah, yeah, smushed him. Um, he got yeah, his face. I, I mean, did a sure to check. Make sure to check your uh, transfers credentials before 
letting him <laughs> announce if he's coming there or not. <laughs> I think uh, I think too. Uh, we need to give uh, we need to give some allowance to this because Peyton brought him up. Uh, any any conspiracy theories on who truly Donovan really is? I would love to hear him because th- he took over this past spring with with like Peyton said with the Cleveland stuff and with all the transfer stuff. And like it is weird with the trust thing of like who are these people? It doesn't you know. His name is Trilly Donovan. He has a photo of Billy Donovan as his as his profile. It doesn't. He doesn't advertise that he works for On Three or Twenty Four Seven or any of these these places. But I know. think that's why people trust him because yeah. there's no way it can leak out to anybody else. Whoever yeah. his sources are, um, I like to think he's a a coach somewhere. But <laughs> I really, I kind of have grown to just think he's just some guy. He's just a guy that's well connected. Had some. Uh, like student manager jobs and whatnot. And it just kind of worked his way into having a, a random insider account. My first thought is Rick Patino. I think a guy who's not really on social media, just wanted to get on some way. And they're like, Rick has nothing else to lose here. So I think if you gave him an opportunity to just troll like that, my second thought is John Rothstein. And I, the only reason I say that is because maybe he has scoops that he's not a hundred percent sure on ones that he's not allowed to say yet. He wants them out there. Yeah. What better way for a guy who likes to make jokes to make a troll account, make a burner in this sense? And I think that would be my second option. Yeah. I mean, when it's not March, what does that guy have to do? Like he's exactly just, he's, he's just, just hungry. Pumping. Yeah, he's hungry for for scoops. So yeah, he yeah. turns to the recruiting trail. I think that's a good that's a good take. Uh, shout out former former future Mizzou head coach Rick Pitino, as speculated by friend of the show Moon Choi. Um but yeah, I yeah. I, anyway, I just thought that was that was funny. But yeah, plenty of activity still in recruiting. We'll obviously have that men's uh, commit if that does happen um, here and today or in the next few days. And I guess maybe we should just start recording earlier in the day every time, and we'll have news for the next show. <laughs> um, is clearly the pattern. Uh, all right, we'll uh, segue. We're going to stay in basketball because we have scheduling stuff as well. We had the ACC SEC Challenge matchups get announced. So this is the first year that this is happening. It used to be the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Mizzou in the last couple of seasons in that played Iowa State, TCU once, um, and just in the last few seasons beat Iowa State last year. But now they've they've have this matchup with the ACC. The ACC used to face the Big Ten, um, and the men's team is playing Pitt away in their first game. Um, Pitt was a tournament team last year. I guess just uh, y'all's thoughts on that. I don't know if you have any inside scoops into Pitt basketball, but just kind of, you know, either this matchup for Missouri or just kind of the excitingness of this being kind of a first-time thing with this SEC-ACC challenge. I actually am kind of happy with the Pitt draw. I think it shows that Mizzou has at least a little bit of intrigue in the in the conference and maybe national sphere uh, because nor- ordinarily, I mean, you'd expect Mizzou to draw someone like Boston college or something really just rancid in that, con- in the ACC, but they got pit tournament team last year. Those are both programs that had really good years um, compared to what they've been uh, for the past few years before that even. Um, so that should be a fun matchup. I know Pitt. I feel bad for blanking on his name. They got a really good big man out of the portal that Alabama, when they realized they weren't going to get Betty Ako back, they tried to pry him away, but Pitt was able to hold on to him. They, they, they should be um, a pretty solid uh, team next year. So that'll be Mizzou's non-con is looking a lot stronger. I mean, Memphis will be 
a very good litmus test for them early on in the season. And uh, Pitt is one that I think is going to be one that they circle as well. When I think of Pitt of like recent basketball, I, I don't think about just success in general. So when it first came to my mind, I was just like, ah, uh, we just got put with Mizzou got put with one of like the smaller um, programs in basketball in the ACC. But I mean, they had a pretty good first round of the tournament. I mean, they, oh, yeah. they shut out Iowa state. They held Iowa state to 41 points in that first round of 64. Um, they put 59 on them and Iowa state was a good team last year. They were a six seed and um, overall just great performance from Pitt and Payton spoke well about what they have for next season. Um, but the first ACC team that just came to mind that Mizzou should have played was Syracuse. <laughs> I think it would have been a fun journalism matchup. Journalism matchup. The top journalism schools probably in both both conferences. Um, and I think it would have been a fun matchup. Yeah, that was a that was a miss for sure. Hopefully that's coming down the pipeline. Syracuse got LSU. Um, and they're playing that game in Syracuse. And that, that was mean. a Texas Bowl game one time. Really? In the early 2010s, that was a Texas Bowl. I, I will let you know that there was barely any orange and blue in that state. Yeah, I bet. I bet the, the Baton Rouge faithful uh, Were you there? For that. I, I did you got not go. I was in Syracuse. I was in uh, Syracuse oh. <laughs> when that game was happening. I was visiting my great aunt, and we were did watching LSU the game. Win? LSU won, yes. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned that matchup, Kenny. Like, and I think Peyton, you you said the you know write him out in good piece on on what Pitt can maybe bring against Mizzou, and it'll be an interesting. I saw a tweet that's like Pitt's. I think there isn't there. I think their fan section is also called the Zoo, but just Z O O. I saw a tweet that mm-hmm. I think that it as correct. such. Yeah. So zoo the Zoo against zoo. yeah Zoo versus Zoo. So that's cool. Um, but around the this challenge, there's some games that just as a college basketball fan, I'm really excited for. Headlined, I think, by Duke at Arkansas. I think that's going to be a really, really fun game. You know, we'll see what kind of Arkansas is after losing the three freshmen that they brought in from last season. But, like, you know, Musselman will, will, I'm sure, have them fired up to play a blue blood like Duke at home. Their fans are going to show out for that game. Um, Tennessee at North Carolina. You have Clemson at Alabama. Miami, Kentucky, I think, will be fun. Texas A&M, Virginia, a sneaky great matchup, I think, too, um, with the way Buzz Williams has that team going. But... I don't know. If you that guys feels don't... like the that feels like the first round exit competition. Well, which team? <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is the better first round exit team for yeah. that Texas Virginia matchup? Which team? The winner of that game will then go on to lose to like Chattanooga in the in year right in the as a thirteen seed. The win, the, the loser of that game gets Shaka Smart as their next head coach. <laughs> That's how it feels. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I just wanted to highlight those. Um, and then on the women's side for Mizzou, they're going to play Virginia. Um, and I don't know too much about Virginia basketball, but just looking at them last year, um, they were the 13 seed in the ACC tournament lost in the first round. So that feels, you know, a little bit more like a fitting matchup for where this, this um, Mizzou women's program is at. If y'all have any, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, the women's team faced two ACC programs last year, Wake Forest, who was kind of on that Virginia level and they manhandled uh, Wake Forest and they did play, Virginia Tech, who was like a Final Four team. I mean, they were really <laughs> good. Um, and Mizzou was able to lead at half there, um, but they wound up losing pretty handily in the second half. Um, I would, I don't know anything about Virginia's ba- women's basketball. Um, I'll be frank on that. Uh, but, oh, speaking of frank, Mizzou has Haley Frank coming back, obviously. It's, true. Um, it's a big, big year for Robin Pinchman. Any Power Five you can get on the schedule 
um, is an opportunity to really pad your resume uh, because the women's team needs to make it back to the NCAA tournament or they will probably be looking for a new head coach. Another thing about speaking, I'm Frank. Jack had a hot dog for lunch. Um, Virginia women's <laughs> basketball, 15 and 15 last season. They were four and 14 in conference. I mean, this kind of feels like a, a good chance for Mizzou to pick up a power five win. Um, I know Mizzou has kind of dwindled in terms of women's basketball last two years and lost a, some pretty good talent um, in their starting rotation. But uh, this feels like more of an easier win down the stretch if the if this Virginia team looks any similar to that it did last year yeah I mean Mizzou is just I think trying to get back like Peyton said to that NCAA tournament level and if if they can and then continue to grow from there they could have some fun matchups in this challenge as well I do think they missed an opportunity here to do um LSU against Louisville and do the uh Haley Van Lith revenge game because she transferred from from Louisville to the national champions but we are getting LSU Virginia Tech who like Peyton said Virginia Tech was a Final Four team last year. LSU won the whole thing, so that'll be fun. That's probably the the headline the headliner there on the, the women's side. But I think they missed the they should have done a revenge game with the transfer portal so open nowadays. If you have an opportunity to do that, I think I think you got it. You got to take it. Um, but I don't know how good Louisville will be without Van Lith there anymore. Um, but yeah, it's plenty of plenty of exciting stuff. And uh, when do you think Missoula play Duke for men's? Um, God, that would be so cool. Probably never. <laughs> I don't know how they got Duke to travel on the road to the 10th place SEC team uh, while Tennessee has to go on the road and face a team that didn't even play in the NIT because they didn't want to, Uh, but whatever. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I I would love to see that. Duke and Columbia would be – that would be such a weird – it would be like a cool weird just to think about them coming all the way to to Columbia and to the – um, I'd love to, to go, go back and see that. Game. Yeah, I, that might that might be a game I'd have to have to travel back for. Um, but all right, yeah. So um, Mizzou, Virginia on the women's side, and Mizzou away at Pitt uh, for the men's side. Headline the SEC ACC challenge. Uh, any any last things, gentlemen? Quick thoughts. No more truly Donovan conspiracies. <laughs> Moon Choi. Yeah, that's my last one. That's who. That's who truly Donovan is. Yeah, I think I think that's a. That sound um, or Rick Pitino. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will go over to quick hits. All right. Quick hits time. Uh, Kenny, get us started. Jersey of the week. All right. Jersey of the week. Uh, it's kind of a sad one here, but uh, Ryan Mallett, who passed away this week in a drowning in Florida. Um, I got his his Texans jersey here. Got some good memories of seeing Ryan Mallett during those days where the Texans were very mediocre, bad, and he got us through it. Uh, very sad news, though, to, to hear that he passed away. Um, overall just seemed like a good guy and he was actually a high school head football coach in Arkansas at Whitehall yeah that's a, yeah that, um, that is sad to see go ahead Peyton sorry yeah no that was I was just gonna say that was a good pick but I'll I'll try and make things a little more upbeat here uh, my jersey of the week Connor Bedard Chicago Blackhawks the NHL draft was last night Connor Bedard as expected went number one overall but hours before that Blackhawks GM who announced the selection because that's what the GMs do in the NHL. They announced their pick. Um, he was just out on the street early in the morning on draft day. Just He said he was trying to get out of the hotel for a bit, you know, just go for a walk. And he was stopped by a podcast doing a man on the street interview style questions just with some fun hockey questions for him. The podcast, get this, Knowlton, is called The Penalty Box. 
Um, oh, really? Yes, it is. Someone's um, getting sued. And so, <laughs> and so they ask Kyle Davidson, the Blackhawks GM, hey, man, do you want to be on our podcast? And he initially says no, and then he realizes, oh, they have no idea who I am. And so he decides to go on it. They ask him, like, hey, how much do you think on a scale of 1 to 10 do you know hockey? And he goes, mm, I think 4. I never play professionally. <laughs> People tell me I don't really know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> And then they asked him to name 20 hockey players. Or no, they asked him to name as many hockey players as he could in 20 seconds. He rattled off the entire Blackhawks dynasty team. Um, and then, yeah, it was just, it, oh, they asked him, do you think the lottery was rigged? for the Blackhawks. <laughs> and he looked right at the camera. He gave a million dollar look and he went, no. And they were like, you're pretty confident. And he went, I'm, a, I'm extremely confident. And, the, and they called him Kyle from Chicago on the podcast and later That's realized so who it was. Uh, so yeah, Kyle from wow. Chicago uh, selected Connor Bedard. He's my uh, Jersey of the week. Yeah. Congrats on the web and Yama of hockey, Peyton. Uh, first you. and foremost, but that that's hilarious. Good GMing, mm-hmm. dude. He's a, in he's hockey, funny. do do people like just not know what the GMs look like? I mean, these guys are clearly not podcast. Yeah. yeah, they host. It's like a Nashville Predators uh, centric podcast, so I'm sure mm-hmm. they know what their GM looks like. I believe it's Barry Trotz now. Um, so I'm sure they do, but like I would not be surprised if the majority of hockey fans just don't know what a lot of GMs look like. Maybe okay. instead they should have asked him uh, a series of icebreaker questions and given him two minutes to answer it, and then then it wouldn't have mattered who he was. <laughs> just saying. Um, I just pulled that format out of nowhere. Uh, my yeah. jersey of the week, I'm doing uh, Jesus Ferreira from the U.S. men's national team. Uh, he scored a hat trick in a, a 6 nothing demolition. The U.S. beat St. Kitts and Neves. Uh, first of all, Peyton Kenny, I want you to guess without looking it up what the population of St. Kitts and Neves is. 1,230. Higher. Higher. (laughs) Um, I don't, like, I know it's an island nation, like, just out in the Caribbean. Uh, I'm going to say, like, 47,606. Okay, Peyton. All right, well, that was cheating. That's exactly right. Um, He's just really good at that. I mean, he just counted up everyone he knew there. and I won my second grade geography B. There you go. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it was against a country that is, you know, minuscule. But you know what? Banners fly forever. Uh, and Ferreira, uh, the hat trick he got made him the fastest player in U.S. history to get to 10 goals in an international career. He took him just 20 games. So good for him. That's my that's my jersey of the week. And the U.S. will play, uh, I think, Trinidad and Tobago in the Gold Cup on Friday or Saturday. Nice. It was in St. Louis, wasn't it? It was in St. Louis. Yep, yeah. Last night. Shout out Anthony Christensen. I believe um, St. Louis has like 50,000 times the population of St. Kitts and Nevis then. Something like that. <laughs> uh, Kenny, guess the college. I guess the college. Um, it's been two weeks since we've done this. We have a show last Friday, um, but the rules are I'll run by them just one more time. I'm going to give a you buzzer four now. athletes. Yeah, you can buzz in your answer. Um, if Peyton buzzes in first after the first one, he can't change his answer at all. Um, if, but Jack can keep playing if he didn't buzz in first. Um, I wanted to ask first, like before I get into this, because I have a couple options for this school. Okay. Uh, does a Playboy playmate count as a sport? No. no. Okay, it doesn't. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I mean, I don't know. It's just 
it's it's that person's craft. I was just making sure. Okay, first first person. All right. <laughs> All right, first person PGA golfer Fred Couples. Mm. Mm. I've already got like two schools in mind. Oh, great! Just, just all golfers come from like two colleges. Mm-hmm. All right, second one NFL quarterback Andre Ware. I think I know. I'm pretty sure I know. I'm not I don't gonna know. buzz in. I don't know who I'm Andre Ware is. Sure. Oh, you fool! Should, should I? Who do you play yes. for? Who do you play for, Chuck? All right, no, Peyton, do not look this up. I'm not looking it up. I can see you searching on your computer <laughs> right now. I'm not looking Peyton, it up. Yes, you are. You're looking My it hands up. are right here. I'll keep my hands right oh, hands here. up. Hey, hands oh. up. Both of you, hands up. If you're listening, Both go look you. at the go look at and the I'm YouTube. I'm only gonna put it down if Peyton's yeah. cheating. Someone go someone go to the YouTube right now and, and rewind it and see I'm Peyton's on searching. the I'm on literally on the dock. Okay, keep your hands up. Both of you on your hands. I'm 90% sure I already know who this is. Okay. Uh third athlete. Uh, right-handed pitcher for the Oakland A's, Austin Pruitt. Oh, now I don't know if I know. <laughs> Again, don't know who that is. So, uh, Yeah, you, <laughs> this is a Kenny pick, 1,000%. I've known one of the three athletes. I don't have it. We don't have We're, we're going to need another, yeah. the last one, Kenny. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm contemplating which way I'm going to go with this. I could go really easy and just give you guys it for the slam dunk, but I'm thinking about someone else right now. And do the do the harder one. See, you want the harder one? Yeah, and then give us the easy one if we really don't know. Okay, I need to make sure I get his name correct before I do it. Oh God, because um, I because I didn't have it ready. Um, okay, here you go. Yeah, I did have it right. Uh, Greg Ward Jr. Okay, yeah. Oh, Peyton got it. Yeah, I knew this after Jack? And- I, no. <laughs> I, I, I knew this after Andre Ware. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's you. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, University of Houston. Um, were you going to give the last athlete? Or- yeah, what was the last one? The one I was going to give it to was Clyde Drexler. Oh, well, yeah. I could okay, yeah. Then. Oh, wait. Five slam and University of Houston. There you go. All right. Good win, Peyton. Well done, Peyton. I'm honestly thinking about replacing the spelling bee in, in – the whole thing just with I like, guess that college each week, but I'll, I'll put it I out there. Like the guess I'll put that, it out there. College. I like guess that college better, but mm-hmm. I have been a act. I've been a very avid opponent of the spelling bee as I make, makes me look stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, spelling right. is best beats. Hard. Spelling is hard. And that was the one I went with this week. I was almost about to do UC San Diego, but that would have been really hard. Only I, would, I don't think I. Who else would you have even? It was said just Billy Bean. Billy yeah. Bean, Shea Whitcomb. Shea Whitcomb's hey, good, a prospect hey. in the Astro system. It would, it would have been a good tease to the next segment with Mount Rushmore. So I don't. I, yeah. I saw what you were thinking there. Um, there. But enough. it wasn't. Billy Bean didn't play sports there. He went back to get his economics degree. So next next time, do the barbershop school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> That wheel is stupid. Also, don't ever ask your Alexa for a random school. Didn't Archie um, Manning go there? Yeah. Actually. All right. Best beats. Okay. Best beats. Um, I got Yankees plus 100 against the Cardinals um, on June 30th. That's Friday. The reason I'm doing this, because Payne's going to talk about this in a second, but the perfect game from Domingo Herman on Wednesday. Last time it was a perfect game in 2012 from Felix Hernandez. The Seattle Mariners followed with a six-game winning streak. History is going to repeat itself. I mean, that's all I can say there. I have the Yankees taking uh, taking a win away from the Cardinals. Harrison Bader returning to St. Louis. Um, Cardinals just very wishy-washy. 
Yeah, my best beat of the week is based on the same thing. It's the Oakland A's money line versus the White Sox tomorrow night, Friday night, so today night uh, when people are watching this. Uh, I'm picking this because the Oakland A's are horrible and were just perfect gamed. I mean, it was the lamest perfect game ever. Just the 11-year streak dying at 11-10 at night on a random Wednesday, Domingo Herman of all pitchers did it in front of like 10,000, like not even 1,100 people. I mean, it was a really, and they, he ended it with a six pitch inning. Like have some respect for yourself. If you're the Oakland A's, like just take a few pitches, wait him out, make <laughs> him try to throw you strikes. Uh, but that being said, they're going to win tomorrow night. He threw a perfect game. I just I heard he threw a Maddox. I didn't hear anything else about how they, <laughs> he did. He, how the he game did it ended. on ninety nine pitches. Gosh, that, that is incredible. I'm glad y'all don't, said don't that don't search don't search Domingo Herman just on on Google or anything. Don't <laughs> don't get into his Wikipedia. But I'm glad y'all said your guys? piece. Well, I'm glad you said your piece about that because when we came on here, I was like, "Is no one doing anything about the perfect game? Isn't that like a big deal?" And you guys are just both like, "No," and it makes sense to me why <laughs> now. So. Good, good job. Good beat. Pay. He also was suspended once this season. Oh, great sticky so, yeah. stuff. Well, there you go. Um, my best beat of the week. I'm also sticking in baseball. That's because uh, I wanted to do Wimbledon, which I will be doing next show because Wimbledon's starting. Um, so I have some tennis to bet on, some tennis lines for y'all. But it's too early right now to do it. So I'm doing Nationals Phillies under nine runs. I don't really know. The Nationals are bad. I picked a beat. I'm not good at the baseball ones. My record is tanking. So, there yeah, you I'm go. gonna be two and um, six because I picked the the A's. Uh, going off just off this Phillies game, real quick. Uh, one last thing here. Uh, this is an article from Leo uh, Morgenstern, who's actually a f- uh, former friend of Peyton and I. I guess he still is our friend, if we want to call him that. Uh, he works at Fangraphs now. He, he wrote an article on Wednesday with the headline: 12 million babies have been born since Bryce Harper's last home run." So I thought that was. A, a pretty wow. fun headline. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, that, that's that's the fun part about fan graphs. They can get really into detail and really just have these fun headlines. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, main bird. I like no cap, and he's the main bird. Shout you know what? I've starting like Dylan Brooks. I think he's misunderstood. Oh my God. He's a good guy. He plays with a lot of heart, a lot of passion. You look at him, no nonsense guy. Um, just great dude. I mean. Cool hair, um, very big guy. Uh, <laughs> what he's my are main you talking bird. about? <laughs> he's my main bird of the week because he might be a rocket as soon as this podcast is oh, over. Oh, tonight there's that's, some that's really floating around. That's a really funny way to say he's going to be a Milwaukee Buck, but go go for that. What guy. is wrong yeah, with so, the both of you? And <laughs> hey, he's the a good role player. He's a good role player. I'm with Kenny. I'm with Kenny. I think Dylan mm-hmm. Brooks. Yeah, he'd be a good. He'd be a good what, fit. My favorite is, part about all this Dylan Brooks saga is that he was the first player to hear that he was not going back to the team that he was with last season. Right. When the season ended, Memphis was like, Nope, you're not coming back. Yeah, and he's going to be the, done. he might be one of the first guys to sign and when free agency opens. Cause it's like, right. It's like him and Fred Van Fleet are like rumored to the Rockets. And that's, that feels, I feel pretty confident there. And the reason he's on here is because he's an Oregon duck. He knows Nike. What does, what do the Rockets wear? Nike and Jordan. <laughs> So so do every other NBA team, but come on, yeah. Dylan Brooks, 
Welcome to Houston. I'm a little bit sad that he didn't stay in Memphis only for the reason that like now that Marcus Smart is on Memphis, that would have like they would have fought probably every day Mm -hmm. if they were both Mm -hmm. still in Memphis. Dylan Brooks would have like called them old, even though they're like close to the same age. It would have been great. Two two years apart, probably. Now instead he'll just fight. Maybe Kevin Porter Jr. will throw soup at him this time if he goes to I saw a rumor today that KPJ might get traded. I mean, basketball rumors. He should be. He he stinks. So – he should. Oh, uh, and the way we, the way this show has had the term "no nonsense" used, it makes me think people don't know what the definition of it is. Um, my main bird Ime, of the Ime week, no nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> my main bird of the week. Oh God, they'll be reunited. Um, <laughs> oh, reunited. Yeah. They've never been together. Sorry, not reunited. United. Um, in their no nonsense Houston. Their no nonsense nonsense. Yeah. Exactly. Um. My main bird of the week, John Collins. He was salary dumped uh, by the Atlanta yeah. Hawks to the Utah Jazz for Rudy Gay and three second rounders. Boy, he, his career went sideways with the Hawks after uh, that big extension he signed with them a few years ago. Um, or maybe not even a few, just like one or two. Um, but yeah, John Collins, now a Jazz. Um, so he's a former bird, though. Yeah, um, he's he sucks, too. Sorry, Kenny, go ahead. Uh, Rudy Gay is, is he works with us actually. He's a part of the Believe Network. He has oh, his nice. own show Ooh, called we Speak Easy. Have him on the show. Yeah, Speak Easy with Rudy Gay. Grit and grind. Sit down, grab a drink, and join NBA great Rudy Gay as he discusses the hottest topics in sports and culture today. Do you think he talked about getting traded to the Hawks? Uh, his last episode was ten days ago. Oh, okay, he's, mm. he's been busy. He's been busy moving to Atlanta. So. Yeah, relocating. He's talked about John Morant like a hundred times. Well, it's because he played for the Grizzlies, so he can't. It's just John Morant and Zion. That's it. <laughs> That's what well, most of these headlines are. That's all the NBA is now. Class. <laughs> yeah, John John Collins, his numbers tanked. He like averaged like three less points, like a couple, like two less rebounds. He's terrible. I um, didn't know Rudy Gay was still in the NBA until this trade happened. I kind of forgot yeah. too. <laughs> I, I did, I did, but that's just because, like, I don't know, he's just a random jazz player. He's like, he's one of, the, he's one of my favorite older players from back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, so yeah, way to go, Jazz! You or Hawks? You uh, dumped, best Rudy in jazz history. <laughs> um, my dirty bird of the week. Uh, uh I main bird really, or main bird? Sorry. Uh, oh wait, wait! I gotta gotta punish myself for that. No, I like no cap, and like he's no the main bird. Main bird. Main bird. Uh, my main bird of the week uh, is actually the honey badger. And uh, this is this is coming from popularscience.com. Badgers and birds may be teaming up to steal honey. Um, there's basically a report that the honey guy bird and the honey badger are now working together in some African countries to get into bees nests and get to their delicious honey and share the spoils um, as intrigued uh nutrient. I don't know what this word means. But yeah, badgers and birds are now teaming up to steal honey. So... Honey badgers are birds now. That's my ah, main bird. I guess Tyron Matthews not making enough money with the Saints anymore. Yeah, he needed to. He needed That's to what I thought it. you were talking about when you first started. I like, did he, too. What? Why, birds? why yeah. would I be talking about? Okay. I mean, honey badgers. Tyron. He used Matthews, to be a cardinal. Yeah. But I was t- I was talking about stealing honey. I said no when you first introduced it. Okay, fair enough. Is Tyron Matthews bees? stealing. Tyron Matthews working with birds to steal bees' honey. That's what all you should take away right. from this. As Correct. if bees didn't have it hard enough with the bear problem. <laughs> yeah. Add honey yeah. badgers and Tyron Matthew and a bird in the mix. I mean, Johnny's. do you think Tyron Matthew would have been kicked out of LSU if this happened? If he stole honey? 
Yeah, because he was kicked out of LSU. I just wanted to know if, this, if he'd get <laughs> that, kicked out for this. That would have been enough. He was brought back, Maybe. though. Maybe. He was brought back for what? Like a, a ring ceremony? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think back. so. Yeah, I don't no, think he ever I, oh, I thought think, he was. Okay. I think he just, like, trained for the NFL draft. No, he would have done something a lot worse, and then that, and then they would have kicked him out for that. Like stealing That's, honey. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Stealing some money. Um, all right. Best thing you learned. Best thing I learned this week, if you gave Mizzou head coach Dennis Gates a call, he probably didn't pick up because he was on another line. Oh, yes, Dennis Play your Gates, boo sound course. effect. Play it. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, gonna play boo. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Gates, of course. I mean, the illustrious Mizzou head coach. Him and uh, Noah Carter, friend of the show, former guest. Uh, they, went, they just went and were dudes out fishing, you know? And I bet... I forget who said it. It might have been you, Knowlton. I, I just know that while they were out there on the dock or on a little boat, that Dennis was just dropping some ultimate dad wisdom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Noah Carter, like, no doubt. Never, always trust your instincts, Noah. Never look back in anger and, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, Dennis Gates, uh, actual photo of the Columbia Bass Pro Shop after he wins the Mega Millions. It's an empty <laughs> warehouse. So... This uh, yeah. this is this is a good callback because they probably weren't just on any boat. They were probably on Noah's Ark, which is the name of Noah Carter's boat. One oh, of my yeah. biggest one of my biggest regrets covering the um men's basketball team last year was not doing a feature on and getting on that boat. I said that was my goal, and I I didn't accomplish it. I talked to Noah about it, but yeah, hopefully they took his boat. They caught a big fish too. Probably fried mm-hmm. that thing up. Have a nice uh nice team dinner. I don't. Are you afraid bass. of boats? That's what I heard. I heard you, you you don't like to get on boats, Jack. Aren't you afraid of the water? Is this a trick? Noah Carter's actually been on our show before. It was a yeah, yeah. accident. He, he just I said that. Shut up, up his Curly brother. That's when, he t- their, that's when I told stuff. him I was sorry I didn't get on his boat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, best thing I learned this week is the Jello shot record uh, at Rocco's in Omaha. Um, so the, the College World Series happened this past week. Um, LSU won in three games against Florida. Absolutely destroyed the Gators after the Gators destroyed them the night before. Uh, but this jello shot record is on our Twitter right now. Um, I, I heard a story. So it, they got to 68,888. That is like so close to the nicest record ever. I mean, they, they could have just hit that record, rode with it. Uh, I heard a story, though. I don't know if it was true, but you guys can correct me that the Raising Cane's owner like called Rocco's and he was like, hey, what's the record? And he told him and he was like, OK, I'm going to do like times two. And then he like bought a bunch just for people at rock because he's from baton rouge he went to louisiana and so that's i just i heard that story i had no idea if this trade can find anything on it i believe it is because i think canes also catered to their staff like for the last day of the of the they could work it yeah so they like gave they brought them all canes i believe that's true i'm looking at right now nice shout out uh i'm gonna go like i think this is like our probably third or fourth show in a row we've mentioned this man but shout out chase madison for contributing to that count I think he bought uh-huh. one for Oral Roberts, Oral but Roberts. He, did, he did get one on the board. Okay, like, this Oral did Roberts. happen, and this did happen, and I want you to know what website I'm reading this on. It's Outkick, and I know that's Peyton's oh. sports website. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this actually oh. did happen. Yeah, and then they bought Canes, I think. So. I'm booing Outkick, not not the Canes. Campu Canes. No free spot, yeah. no free ads, but Campu Canes. Um, my best thing I learned this week, I'm um, going back to soccer, is that uh, – Matt Turner, who is the uh, goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team, is uh, might might have a future in another sport if uh, soccer doesn't work out for him. 
Um, the U.S. men's national team, as we mentioned earlier, was in St. Louis for their Gold Cup match. Um, and Matt Turner got to go to the Cardinals stadium and uh, do some batting practice. And he hit like three or four home runs. And I, I've come to find out like he didn't start playing soccer until he was like 14 because he was playing baseball. So, you know, yeah. clearly, clearly he still got it. And I didn't love that it was, you know, I'm not a Cardinals guy. Didn't love that it was in St. Louis, or, but, you know, it's still pretty cool to see. I like when athletes show off that they're good at other sports. So I thought that mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. And maybe get him in a little celeb home run derby. You know, he's do they pop. Yeah. They have a do, celebrity all-star do, game. Do they they yeah. should do a celeb home run derby when like shorten the walls or something. I would just with actual know. with actual baseballs or with softballs. I don't know how whatever is easier to hit home runs. Tennis balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with metal bats. Metal Tennis, bats. Tennis uh, balls. And they metal can take bats, steroids. steroids. That's I'm trying to go back to find this video. I want to see the home run video again because I think he was going like opposite field with it. The Matt Turner one. I yeah. put it in the. I put it on the dock. I, he, I think he pulled all of them. Honestly, if I remember. Is he left-handed? Correctly. I don't remember. I have no yes. idea. But he, he was is a goalie. Okay, yeah, yeah. He pulled them, but yeah, he's a goalie too. Swings. So maybe he's good at fielding. <clears throat> Cardinals, you know, they're they kind of suck right now. Maybe maybe get him a get him a little deal. Yeah, let him play he's one game. Probably probably have a better season than Nolan's having. Nolan oh, Arenado is going to be an all-star, right? <laughs> Just so much hate for no reason. What's the? Didn't they let Will Ferrell play in like spring training games? Like a he's long played for while multiple. Ago? He's yeah. played for multiple teams. They just he's the oh my gosh, he should work on Immaculate Grid, the game that Peyton brought up like maybe two weeks ago during Quick Hits. Mm-hmm. I think he should work in Immaculate Grid. Oh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. As a solution, that'd be funny. There you go. All right, ratio ratio of the closure. Oh yeah, ratio. Um, Nolan Arenado, by the way, worth one war- B war right now. He's not good. Uh, Tarian Prince, uh, the so now funny. former Minnesota Timberwolves forward. Uh, the Timberwolves, it came out, Waj ESPN tweeted, the Timberwolves are declining to guarantee Tarian Prince's $7.4 million contract for the upcoming 2023-24 season. Yada, yada, yada. He averaged 10.4 points in seven years. That got 752 retweets, 8,636 likes. 1100 quotes one of which was tarian prince himself who i guess was not notified of this and quote tweeted waj with sheesh appreciate the heads up waj and then the open hands emoji are you calling him waj on purpose uh yeah okay (laughs) you know it's like also fernando tatis uh he got 4300 uh retweets 896 quotes and 63.6 k likes so Totally ratioed Waj. Um, so good for Tarian Prince. Peyton, I have a question for you. Hmm. How does Yale out-rebound Baylor? Well, you see, Jack, when you grab a ball with two hands after it comes off the rim, that's considered a rebound. And so they got more of those than, than Baylor did. Go to the YouTube to see how Peyton uh, demonstrated getting a rebound. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Um, yeah, that's, I love when this happens. I mean, not like it sucks, but it's also, it's funny for the the viewer. Like, how do you not tell the player you're, you're taking any action on, but you tell Woj like first or tell whoever first that's just going to promote it. So I mean, it, it, it might've been his, it might've been anybody really. It yeah. doesn't have to be him. It happens in baseball a lot too. And prospects are traded. They don't, they find out on Twitter before they oh, okay. are actually told by the, by someone in the organization. Yeah, I want that to be. And he knows firsthand. 
Yeah. I had someone text me and oh. ask me, did I, did I actually just get traded? And I was like, yeah, really? I did not tell you. It's like, no one has told me. Oh, so that's so it's not a cool, it's not a cool spot, Jack, huh? It's still funny. But now you feel bad. No, I don't. It's still funny. Okay. <laughs> um, I want also, that to be. I want that to be how I find out I'm switching jobs for like the rest of my career. Is just someone, someone, someone tweets tweets it okay. that you got a job here. <laughs> Sorry, what, what were you gonna say? I interrupted you. I'm gonna save it for the next segment. Okay. Um. Yeah. Good. Uh. Good. Quick hits, everybody. Shout out Tarian Prince, Future Buck, and we will segue. We're gonna finish the show with some Mount Rushmore of sports movies. All right, we're going to finish off the show with a little Mount Rushmore. Um, like I, like I kind of said at the beginning of the show, um, the, the sports, I guess, calendars, and maybe it's, it's slower period, although it never really, really fully stops. But um, so we, we thought it'd be fun to do a little Mount Rushmore. We're going to do a Mount Rushmore of sports movies. Kenny um, just told us right before we cut back that he has some funny picks, so that'll be fun. So how we're going to do this, uh, gentlemen, is we have – I have a wheel. We'll spin it to see who goes first. We'll do a, a serpentine draft for our own. So you pick four from Mount Rushmore. And then from our picks, we will um, debate on a collective four that can go on the unwritten um, Mount Rushmore for a, a consensus one. Um, does, that, does that sound good? Everyone everyone know the rules? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm spinning the wheel. I have no idea if the sound effect comes through, but it is. It right, doesn't. It, it landed oh. on me, if you can believe that. <laughs> Yeah, really shocking there. Mm. All right, it doesn't matter because I'm going to take my favorite, which, like, so it'll go me, and then do we want to go me, Peyton? Kenny, do you want to go last since you? That's fine. Yeah. All right, we'll, go go me, Peyton. we'll go me, Peyton, Kenny. Um, We're snaking or no? Yeah, so Kenny, you'll have two back to back. So I'll go first, and with my first pick, I got to go. This is just my favorite movie of all time. I'm not afraid to, to wear it on my sleeve. It's got to be Miracle, gentlemen. The Soviets, the day communism ended, was in that was in that game. Um, give me, give me the miracle on ice. Kurt Russell does a great job. I don't know. No, I, yeah, I'm not, a, not a movie buff, but I'm picking that one first. Just want to play college hockey. I just, I just want to, I am a hockey player. Miracle. <laughs> I am a surgeon. It's like that. I'm a surgeon meme, but it's, I am a hockey player. <laughs> I am a doctor. Yeah. All right, Peyton, you're up. I mean, I got to take my undisputed it's honestly outside of like the Star Wars franchise, easily my favorite movie just in general. It's Moneyball. I don't yeah. give a crap how much they they selectively chose. Yes, they had like an unbelievably good rotation that they don't talk about at all. They had Miguel Tejada, who they don't talk about at all. Doesn't matter. That movie is amazing. Let me look this up. Um, let me see how long Moneyball was. How, like how long the movie is? Yeah. I mean, no, that trade okay. deadline scene is ugh. Right, two <laughs> hours, two hours and thirteen minutes. No, no mention of Miguel Tejada. I mentioned He's on Miguel a white Tejada. Board. I mentioned him more in a just a conversation with myself yesterday than they did in that entire movie, and he won an MVP. So you could damn near watch Miguel Palma. You could damn near watch a whole or baseball Miguel game. Tejada in that time now Miguel Palma, you're yes. corrupted <laughs> i'm corrupted okay right, uh, mine i got my so my first one you guys i think peyton's probably seen this i i don't think you've seen it jack uh but i got little big league um oh my it, God. it's it's a great movie uh right. this kid's grandfather passes away and he becomes the owner and the manager of the minnesota twins uh his mom starts dating the one of the players who just is not getting any playing time because he's bad and old 
Um, just overall, just such an awesome movie. Like it made me as like I was a 12 year old watching a 12 year old manage a baseball team. <laughs> yeah, I got I got some feels and I got some ideas of what the future holds for me as a uh, MLB manager. This has a fifty. This has a thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's awesome. I mean, <laughs> if if you watched MLB Network religiously growing up, like I did, you, whenever there weren't games going on, Little Big League every single day. Like it was okay. just it played movies mm-hmm. constantly, and that's where my second one comes in. Oh, uh, th- this this other movie is called Basketball. Uh, just two knuckleheads playing what? the the game of basketball and baseball pushed together. It's an awesome movie. Forty-one uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes came out in nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> Uh, Joe Cooper, Doug Raymer, they were the, the goats at basketball. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that movie yet, uh, I would I would say you should see it. Bob Costas yeah, is in this never movie. even heard yeah. of it. He's, he's, he's the announcer for basketball. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, oh, it's Bob basketball. Costas, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like the most famous broadcaster ever. It's <laughs> awesome. Basketball. Pointing yeah. toward the heavens. Oh, yeah, that's two films I have never heard of. I've never heard of that one. I've I've seen Yeah, it's the Bears. (laughs) Instead of the Bears. And they make the first basketball out of a lazy boy. He cuts it out of the back of the lazy boy chair and makes a basketball. Okay, I'm looking at the pictures of like the the game from the movie. This kind of looks fun. It's fun. For like a 12-year-old, this was also a movie that was always on MLB Network. And it's it's just a fun movie. 12-year-old Kenny was in heaven. dogs are upset. Um, uh, they don't like basketball. Yeah, I'm gonna get a little more back on track here. Baseball kind of has a monopoly on like good sports movies. Um, I'm gonna go with 42 here. Oh, you took one of mine. Such a great, great movie. Chadwick Boseman as Jackie Robinson is awesome. Maybe one day we'll all wear 42. Amazing movie. I am yeah. going with 42. Good. Pick, I wore pick. a I wore a Brooklyn Dodgers hat when I saw it in theaters with my mom. Got the yeah, old man. He said it was cool. That is yeah, I, cool. I saw that like the day it came out in theaters too. That movie mm-hmm. was great. Um, so I have two. Um, my th- second and third picks. Uh, first off, I'm going to go with Coach Carter. Um, yeah, I, I, I love that movie. Samuel L. Jackson as Coach Carter. Um, oh, no. I'm bl- I was going to say the quote. I was literally thinking about the quote from Worm, the famous one. Um, and now my mind totally is blanking on it. I, I couldn't tell you the whole quote. This is making me mad. I'm going to have to, I don't know. Maybe I'll have Kenny tweet the video of it or something, but whatever that, that quote is look, makes me look bad, but coach Carter. And then after that, you know, there's a lot of good ones. You got, you got blind side. Um, I was looking at hustle, the new one with Adam Sandler. Um, you, know, you got things like, <laughs> what? But I think, what do you, what do you mean? Hustle. You know, you, you know I like hustle. No, I'm not putting it on there. I was considering. Okay, yeah, just don't even movie. mention it. It's not, it oh had a lot God. of good NBA cameos. Oh, they, oh, I can say, um, Uncut Gems is also a great sports movie. I was gonna ask if cameos. Uncut Gems <laughs> that count, that counts. They show. Does Uncut movie. Gems count? Because no, it's not count. count. No, it okay, I was. Gonna uh, put but that on. I think I think I too am gonna have to go with um one of the best sports movies, one of the most inspiring stories out there. I'm gonna go with Air Bud. Um, okay. you oh, know, first one. It's a dog. Yeah, it's a dog playing sports. Yeah, give me a dog in him. Yeah, he's got that I, dog. I in like Airbud Golden Retriever. I, I honestly am only picking that one because of the that one video that one like TikTok that went viral where it's like POV or someone's kid that just lost to Airbud. It's just <laughs> the guy screaming like it's a dog. <laughs> I'm picking that one. All right, Peyton. 
Oh, there's so I want to get a football one. That was my troll. That was my troll one. But I want to. There's so many good ones. Nolton mentioned the Blind Side. That's up there for me. Remember the Titans. We are Marshall is a sleeper for me here. That's a good one. Um, uh, you know what? Can I pick Silver Linings Playbook? Have either of you seen that? I'm not no. counting that. I'm not. I wouldn't oh, okay. count that. I w- I, all right. I I didn't. I kind of was on the fence if that counted either. I guess I'll use my trolley one then. I'm gonna go with draft day. Uh, okay, that's good. That I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm gonna probably yeah, I, go on the unwritten one. Oh, definitely. I, I think I, I said that before we did this. Also, yeah, if you mm-hmm. haven't picked up, I love movies that like give you even like a sort of like behind the scenes glance, no mm-hmm. matter how unrealistic it is, like of just being like a GM in a sport. Like I think it's so cool. Yeah. Agree to agree. All right, uh, Kenny. You, you have to have Kevin Costner in there somewhere. When you think sports movies, Kevin Costner is the guy. Just in <laughs> I almost – I was thinking about Field of Dreams too. Yeah. So. Um, a couple different movies that are coming to mind. Uh, does Happy Gilmore count? Uh, see, I would, I would say yes. I was, looking at, I was looking at that and Talladega Nights is like just because they're yeah, funny. Yeah, Talladega Nights counts. So that's a – yeah. I mean, then you get into the is NASCAR a sport debate. I guess yeah. like because does he doesn't I guess play on like a professional. Is it a professional golf tour? Yeah, he's he's on a tour. He's trying to get to the PGA. I think. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pick it? No, I was just asking. Oh. I mean, I'm not taking I, it. I will say yes, but if you don't draft it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was taking Field of Dreams here. I just think that's okay. yeah. You got to have Kevin Costner in there somewhere, and that's he's 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 my that's my Kevin Costner movie. Nice. Um, my next one because it's my last pick. I had some questions too. Um, great. <laughs> Does the big Lebowski count? That I uh, no. I'm leaning no on the no. big. Lebowski. They're they're playing adult. It's based around bowling. The movie is based around bowling. <laughs> no. uh, Are you going to tell Mookie Betts I, that his hobby isn't a sport? I, I mean, also, no, I it is. Sport. Thing, I don't think you can quarantine the big Lebowski into a sports like movie. It, it's like, I'm not, looking online. It, it's categorized as a sports comedy. I, who who categorized it? The Big Lebowski. Google, dot, the KennyVanDoren.com. <laughs> Google did. <laughs> Google did. Okay, if you guys don't want me to put it, it's fine. I won't put it. But that was I, one I, I actually thinking. now don't want you to put it. And then I want everyone to reply to the tweet of this to say like where the where the hell did Big Lebowski? Big Lebowski? Why is the Big Lebowski not on here? Um, I had some other choices. I'm not totally sure yet. I mean, I'm still going back and forth in my mind. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Fever Pitch. It's about the 2004 Red Sox with uh, Jimmy Fallon. It's it's more of a love story between Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. Um, a, a great movie. Uh, another one that comes to mind. I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but it's called Everybody Wants Some. It's about a like a 1980s baseball team, and it's mm-hmm. literally uh, just like dazed and confused jack but a baseball version and so i think i'm gonna do everybody wants some and that has two exclamation points at the end all right um i'm surprised kenny you didn't say kicking and screaming i i mean i remember watching it growing up but it's all right it's just like funny that's just because like it's mike dick coaching youth soccer and it's great Mm. oh my god i was just thinking of that movie too that's a great pick kicking Um, and screaming if if you had picked that i'm not gonna pick it but because I'm picking the greatest basketball movie of all time. Jack already took it. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not taking Thunderstruck. But I am I am going to take Semi-Pro. 
Okay. I had that on my I had that on my list. The Flint Tropics. Yeah, the Flint Tropics. The scene of him yelling uh, at the referee is the hardest I think I've ever laughed. (laughs) Who's also Uh, a priest? Yeah, it's so so good. So I'm going with that. Yeah. Shout out Andre Three Thousands in that movie. Mm Hmm. Um. Good pick, Peyton. And then to round out the draft, I will be taking one that I'm glad snuck in. I should have probably taken it before my troll pick of Airbud, um, but I will be taking Remember the Titans. I adore that movie. I've watched that many, many, many times. Um, it's just great. Denzel Washington. I don't know. I'm not good at reviewing movies like in person like this, but um, I've just watched it a ton. That's one of my favorite ever's. Okay, so to great. round it out, sorry. What are you saying, Peyton? Oh, I was just saying I was agreeing that it was really good. Oh, yeah. So. No, it's it's great. Uh, so I have Miracle, Coach Carter, Airbud, and Remember the Titans, Peyton, Moneyball, 42, Draft Day, Semi-Pro, and then Kenny, Little Big League, Basketball, uh, Field of Dreams, and then Everybody Wants Some. So now we now we pick the con- – I guess we'll just pick the consensus. Um, I think, Kenny, your two, your two shouts that we, we talked about before we did this – have to be on there because we talk. We've talked about them a couple times just on the show in Moneyball and Draft Day. Mm-hmm. I think both yeah. both should go on there. I think the uh, next one that comes to mind is uh, Miracle. I think Miracle should be. I would. I was going to make an argument for Miracle, so I think just for good... Knowlton alone, I would say Miracle. You love it. I'll wear my Jim Craig jersey on the show one of these times later on. Yeah. Okay, so we have one more spot. We have one more spot left. Debate away. What do we think? Maybe Big Lebowski. No. <laughs> um, we, we did it we did all seem to bond over 42 um, 42 is really really good uh 42 uh you've got i haven't seen either of kenny's first first two things <laughs> you haven't seen I'm, you've only seen one of mine probably I think, yeah actually I, yeah maybe not even that which is probably putting myself on the spot but um i don't know i like 42 I like I like semi pro. Didn't we all watch it together at someone's someone's function once? Maybe not. I don't mean, I don't so. <laughs> at the function. That was pi- that was Pineapple Express. Yeah, you got. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> oh yeah, I got those two movies confused. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Um, do we like Forty Two? That's fine with me. I do. I like I, I do kind of feel like semi pro is more fitting for this show. Uh, it is a little bit, but Forty Two think- is hard to debate. Okay. What were you saying, Kenny? I say I think we're pretty serious, like Forty Two was. Yeah, fair. No, um, Coach Carter, not, I would also. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Carter, Coach Carter would get a shout for me. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a. Oh, I got the quote. Our deepest fear is that not that we are inadequate; it's that we are powerful beyond measure. That's what he says. Yeah. Came to me eventually. Um, okay, Mister. I think. I think it should just be Hoosiers. <laughs> it's what? I think it should be Hoosiers. Because it's that one scene. None of us picked Hoosiers. I know, but I think it's. I think it should just be an. I hate that scene. I hate it. For the Conzo era. Oh God! I think it has to be. Bad memories of playing that when Mizzou's down fifteen to like sneaking in in front of three hundred people. Are we ready? Hoover Hoover uh, picked that one for his Mount Rushmore, so that one's going in there. That's on the Hoover Mount Rushmore. Um, are we fine with forty-two? Yeah. All right, we're doing 42. So the consensus, Moneyball Draft, I wrote I wrote Draft Draft, Draft Day, Miracle, and 42. All right, I Perfect. like it. Good draft, good drafting, everybody. Um, or Mount Rushmore. I'm sure we'll, we'll probably do another one along those lines, or like another Mount Rushmore down the road. This was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get even more random. 
And yeah, everyone, my last message, everyone go watch basketball and then go play it. Um, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back uh, on Monday and we'll probably have at least Mizzou basketball, men's basketball recruiting news, and maybe some more football updates for everybody as well. Um, you know, maybe Ryan Wingle will commit to Texas and it'll just be a sad show. Um, but we'll see. So yeah, everyone keep your eye on the Twitter sphere and then uh, come back to us when the news does break. We'll recap it all for you. This has been Unwritten. Everyone have a fun and safe weekend. Adios. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.